I'm Jen Page. And I'm John Curtis. And we're, and we're two, two nerds, nerds in, in a garage. garage. So I read this article. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you, Geek Tyrant, for all of your interesting fun facts you always bring to us. Uh, but here is the title of the article. Turns out Pedro Pascal doesn't actually work on The Mandalorian all that often. No! Why would you tell me this? <laughs> why? Okay, so I'm- here's what's really here's what I found really fascinating. Um, so Bryce Dallas Howard directed episode four. Four. And it was a really great episode. Uh, but, he, but that's the episode where I think everybody sort of go, oh my God, the Mandalorian's so hot, right? Because there's all that sexual tension. He had all this great body language. And it turns out he wasn't, she never even worked with him. Gosh. She worked with his stunt double, Brandon, um, what's his name? It's actually the like the grandson of- So am I to believe- Brandon Wayne. Am I to believe that he's in the suit most of the time? I don't you know, think but, so, right? But he, he, you're, you're to believe it, but he wasn't in the suit one time with Bryce Dallas. Oh man! And that was that's just that doing was voiceover the, right now. And that was one of the best body language episodes of all of them. So I think that's interesting. You would think that after the popularity of the show, Pedro Pascal would be like, "I'm going to be in that suit." I don't. All I the honestly, time. it's not anything against Pedro because I no. because what it said was he was like in a play in London or something. Yeah. So he's going to work the schedule. And the dude's a powerhouse. But also, I, I mean, if I'm the Mandalorian, I'm going to be the freaking Mandalorian. I know. <laughs> Why wouldn't you want to put on that helmet? I know. Um, well, that got me thinking about all the actors who do do their own stunts uh-huh. and how much more exciting it is when, like, yes. Tom Cruise is hanging from an airplane yes. or something. Oh, my God. So I got, uh, I, if you did your homework, yes. um, we thought of our favorite stunts. We're going to do, like, our Movie top stunts five or so of all, of all time. time. Um, so I will eliminate now Tom Cruise hanging from an airplane. <laughs> Well, you okay. Do you remember when we were watching? Uh, but really quick, do you remember when we were watching um, the 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 movie? So, if y'all haven't seen the movies that made us on Netflix, there's four episodes. Oh They're my all god, amazing. these documentaries. But remember the um, the the Bruce Willis one where like Die Hard. Basically, Bruce Willis ties. This isn't one of my favorite stunts. I just thought it was fascinating that he ties himself up with that fire hose, and he he's the one who does the jump with the fire behind. Yes, him. not a stunt person. Insane. And then Alan Rickman was like. Well, I'm, I'll do. The, I'll fall off so you can get my face. Even though, like, they had a stunt double, and they they basically rig him up. They're dropping him like I don't remember how like ten stories or something down to a blue mat. To get that reaction, they were like, "Okay, we're gonna drop you on three, two, one, go." So they go three, two, and drop him, and he's like, <laughs> "Yeah." So the reaction you see is real. That's real. Like I'm falling to my death. Yeah. There's so many more awesome things that you'll you should totally watch yes. and, and enjoy those on. Um, but yeah, so I think that these actors do their thing. And and Tom, there was a whole article recently on how uh, Tom Cruise um, is is too old to be doing action movies. It's like Tom Cruise can do action movies till he's 100. Yes, dude is still flying in yeah. fighter jets for Maverick. Yeah, like I, I can't even walk to my bedroom without getting winded. So if he can do <laughs> what he's doing, keep doing it. Um, okay, so I'm going to... St- can, can I say Bruce Willis did those stunts? No, like... He made a, a, a concerted effort to do them himself because he knew it was going to make him yeah. die hard. Well, like he needed, yeah. Well, I don't, I mean, you guys should watch it. There's a lot yes. of stuff in it that's really fascinating. It's about fascinating. It. Um, okay, so our top stunts, uh, how about we go back and forth? I'll yes, do my back number and forth, five. back and forth. Okay, my number five is basically all the fight scenes of Born I'm going to narrow it down, but all the fight scenes of Born Ultimatum because remember when they came Ultimatum. out? Ultimatum, well, interesting. Born, Born, the Born Identity series. 
Because remember when they came out, it was the first time you really saw people fighting with purpose. Like yes. every single punch in, it had a purpose. There was no just like willy nilly in it. I, I was hurt. Yeah. Looking at those hits. So my, my top one from the Born series is Born Ultimatum. It was the whole, okay, first of all, remember when he's like running over balconies and he's jumping yes. over balconies? The, the balcony jump is huge. And then that he flies I always through that, that window. Yes. Basically the stunt guy flies through the window and the camera guy is rigged behind him. Let's give a shout out to camera people and stunt movies because they do unsung heroes stuff to get these shots. But then- And you will always remember this because of them. Yeah. Director. <laughs> but no, I mean, they do crazy things and they don't get any credit for it. No. Like they're literally on the rigs, jumping through the windows with these yes. guys doing these crazy. But um, yeah, and then Matt Damon, you know, once they're on the other side, it's Matt Damon and he's doing that crazy bathroom fight that was just intense and like, it was one of my top yes. five ever. So I'm going to switch my stuff around and I'm going to go, I'm going to change my, my fifth one okay. to align with yours. Born Identity. Okay. I had the car chase. I don't know if you remember that. I just don't ever think car chases That's are- That's a stunt. I just think car chases are so overdone and they're not fun to watch. Okay. After a couple seconds, you know you're what? bored. Okay. That being said, the car chase that I remember most movie-wise is the Bourne Identity, where he's in that little beater car, stick shift, and he's with Franco Patente, and he's just zooming around the city, going down the steps, going up. I mean, it's just amazing to me. Well, I think at the time it was probably inventive and, and that's why it's on your time, mind. At the time. Well, people, I'd say people have done crazier things since that. Oh, but that's not real though. The, okay, let's make a distinction here. Like the stuff you've seen, Fast and the Furious, like going underneath a, well, a trailer truck. Terminator, <laughs> the stuff they did in Terminator was all physical effects. Oh, dang it, you're, you're, you're digging into- That's okay. like the 80s, right? No. Okay, you know what? I'll go right into my number four. Okay. Terminator 2, the semi-truck in LA River. That is not CGI. There's nothing computer about that. That is a semi-truck crashing through into the LA River, chasing a motorbike. And you have these cameras around the motorbike. Let's let's talk about the stunt guys on the motorbike. <laughs> Wait, it's not even stunt guys. That's Those are the actors on the stunt bike. No way. No Look way. at the, okay, no, I we'll watched, show the I shot. I watched it recently. Don't okay. don't commit to our audience on showing shots. Okay. But I uh, I I've I've watched it recently and there's some front shots. Yes, but I watched it recently and you can see the difference in like when it like it goes it, back and forth. But it's not CGI. No, no, no. No, sure. this is a semi truck barreling through the LA River just crashing through stuff. Great stunt. For sure, for sure. What's your number 4? Okay, my number 4 um Mission Impossible Fallout. Now, here's uh -huh. the thing. There's so many great Tom Cruise ones. I know. There's the, okay. there's the plane that takes off is amazing. There's that sticky gloves on that really tall building yes, one. Yes, don't talk about but, my oh, three. Okay, but mine is um, when he gets himself in that. Okay, so first of all, you remember that the helicopter shot with the big rope and the sort of basket thing? Yes. Okay, and he's climbing up the freaking rope, which already is hard enough. Then you see him, they don't, they don't even cut on the helicopter. They, they watch him hold it. You watch him struggle to get to the thing. Like he's doing this, there's no cuts, right? Then they cut to him being in the helicopter. Turns out Tom Cruise got a helicopter license so that he could fly it. Oh my because God. Because there was no room for a camera person. They had to rig the cameras around. Oh my God. He had to, kill, he had to kick the actors out, the stunt guys, and he had to fly the freaking helicopter. I, I just saw him on Conan saying how he had to learn to fly a jet. No, he, he had a, is he had a, crazy and magical. Jeez, this guy. Okay, we're talking about stunts, props. Tom Cruise. Yes, yes, for dude sure. knows what he's doing. Okay, okay, well then you have a Mission Impossible yes, one. Yes, I have my Mission Impossible one is the first one with Tom Cruise. You'll never forget it. It's a great stunt. It's where he's coming down to try to hack the computer, and he's just hanging there, <laughs> like, 
<laughs> you know, he's got the glasses on and like dude up there is messing like, up with the rope. Like, he's like uh when Guardian loves the OC on it. <laughs> but look at what he, he's like okay. he's like invisible planking it. He's literally this stunt has a rope on his back. Yeah. And there's no there's no help. There's no help here. He's literally just Holding I, his arms and back, and he's doing a he's plank with he's doing a plank without any <laughs> limbs. But he's, he's done such crazier things since then. It's, I'm surprised you. But this that. is movie magic. But, ma but it is very it's movie magic. Like everyone remembers it's it. That memorable. stunt yeah. is rememberable. Absolutely. Okay, my number three, which I'm sure you have this in your list somewhere, uh, John Wick three. Is he in your list at all? I, I had to remove my John Wick because okay. I had so many good ones. So my pick, so there's a lot this. of John Wicks, but the one that stands out in my mind the most because it was so inventive and fun to watch was the knife throwing scene. Oh, yes, the third. Okay, I was like, what's she going to do? Yeah. The knife throwing in the third. There's even a point where I think they take the music out. I may remember this wrong, but I feel like they took the music out and you only heard breath and, and knives hitting I things. think I was with you in the theater and I was like, I turned to you and I'm like, how the hell did they do that? Yeah. How? It was how? incredible. And awesome. And there's so much you can take from the first John Wick movie, the second. There's so many stunts. Like Keanu Reeves is doing everything. Well, even like I, first, I was, I remember the glass room and all that. But for some reason, the knife scene oh, just stands out as something so, good. so unique. It was special. so amazing. Yes. All right. What's your number okay. three? I think. Uh, True Lies. You remember that movie? <laughs> yes, of course. Okay. The helicopter rescue from the Florida Keys. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis is hanging above water. There's no faking that. It is pretty spectacular. And if yes. she is doing that, even if she's harnessed, it's pretty spectacular. So she's getting pulled out of a there limousine. There was also Elijah Dushku's um, premiere movie. She was the daughter yes, in Yes, you're right. Yeah. That was her break. Yeah. But that reminds me of the, the movies we made and how the helicopter that falls off the building in Die Hard, it looks so real and it's totally a model. It's, okay. just, it's so hard to tell the difference. Until I watched this documentary a week ago. Yeah. A week ago. I thought that was a real, like they just blew up a helicopter and it fell off the, yeah. the side of a building. It was a scale yeah. model. We won't it's tell you why, so that way you can watch it and enjoy <sighs> this episode, but it was a model and it's really fun. It's amazing. Um, okay, my next one is- Where are um, we? Number two? I'm number two, <laughs> number two. Um, you're, you're not gonna like what movie I picked because you're, it's <laughs> your least favorite. Okay. But I picked The Last Jedi, but here's why. That scene of Rey and Kylo in the Red Room is so freaking rememberable and so fun. You hated that. No, I didn't. Yeah, you said the set was terrible. I loved that. I thought that was so, I remember thinking that was one of the only memorable things from the movie. Okay. I love them fighting back to back like that. Now, is it That's like- That's cool, is but it you like said a, this set was terrible. It, well, the, set, the Red Room is stupid, but, but the fight of them back to back in yeah. this room against these people. and. Look, and they're enemies. It's, it's not the biggest, greatest stunt ever. There's been way better fight scenes. I just think that like, it was so fun to watch. It's memorable. And I really love that, um, the, even everything leading up to it with like the lightsaber going through Snoke and then the, her hand coming up and grabbing the lightsaber. Like all of it just was badass. Here's a testament to what you just said. I just got lightsabered. <laughs> Here's a testament what, to what you just said. Okay. Uh, my least favorite Star Wars movie by far but I remember exactly every moment of what you were just talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's really great. Like I remember- The problem is we, you didn't hate the movie altogether. You hated, how, we can't really get into it because we're gonna go off topic, but you hated how it ended and what he did to it. You would have forgiven everything else. Yes, if not for the last scene. Yeah. Um, okay, what is your number two? Okay, so I have, we, I didn't talk Matrix yet, right? No. Okay, so I have Keanu Reeves in the Matrix and I didn't want to narrow it down. I'll start with this, okay? His stunt where he's, 
evading bullets yeah. in the first one. It's just one of those like cameras all around and yeah. new technology and he's evading bullets and it's this just, okay. That being said- For those of you listening and not watching, he just tried to do a really bad <laughs> Keanu impersonation. That was me doing Keanu avoiding bullets and I looked like I got shot 17 times. <laughs> you look like Gumby, but okay. <laughs> if Gumby got shot 17 times. Uh, but that being said, I will you know, say- you, like, you look like those little, those guys who wave outside of gas <laughs> oh, yeah. stations. Hey, there's a car sale here. <laughs> yeah, that's what you look like. <laughs> that's so pathetic. <laughs> I just wanted our listeners on the radio, on the podcast. Yeah, to okay. Know, to not, to, they, didn't, they didn't get the visual. That they, yeah, uh, the so it's either stuff. me avoiding bullets <laughs> or me selling cars. <laughs> Thanks. Great. Okay. That being said, any series of action fights in either the Matrix 1, 2, or 3 will just kill. And I particularly love the first fight, major fight scene in the Matrix, the second Matrix, where Neo is just like, I'm freaking Neo. And he's just like, he's like not even looking while fighting. He's like, <laughs> and someone almost hits him and he's like, oh, upgrade. <laughs> I gotta fight harder. I love it. Okay. Um, before I get to my number one, are you gonna have more than one more? I have my number one and then I have a, a bonus. Okay, well give us one, give us your number one then. You want me the, you want the number one? I don't care, give me okay. one of those. Okay, no, I'm gonna give you the bonus. Okay. The bonus is a romantic stunt. Oh, I like it. Yes, for is you. Kissing involved? It is for you. It is. There what? Is. Yes. Okay. Can you guess? I, well, I'm gonna say you're gonna pick the Spider-Man. Yes, it is Spider-Man. <laughs> he loves to give me the Spider-Man kiss. I do. So it's and, uh, and, and every time he kisses me upside down, he goes Spider-Man kiss. Yes. <laughs> so it's Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. <laughs> it's, it's Toby Maguire hanging upside down in the meeting, rain, meeting uh, you know his girl for the you know first time, basically. And the little slow mask. He's pull. upside down. I wouldn't call it a stunt, but okay, I'll take it's it. It's a stunt. It's cute in that you're like harnessed up. Yeah. You know, you're doing something and- You got rain when, going up your nose. Yes, when these two <laughs> actors described what they were doing, they were like, it was a mess. We had like, it was just, there was no real romance. It was just like, okay, you're upside down. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm. <laughs> but I'll leave for work and I'll, she'll lean over the couch. I'm like, Spider-Man kiss, <laughs> it works. It's hot. Okay, um, I'll do my number one, I yes. guess, and then you'll do your number yes. one. Is your number one pretty big? I mean, it's momentous. Okay, my number one, is from Game of Thrones. Ooh. Oh, how did I miss Game of Thrones? Um, there's so many good stunts there. There's so many. But the one that I will never get out of my head, and it was talked about for weeks after, was the Battle of the Bastards. Oh my God. When those horses are coming towards John, and you can hear his heartbeat and his breath, and they're so just good. coming, and the camera like goes from behind them to around to see them, <sighs> and they're coming at him, and then this huge battle breaks out, and all props to Game of Thrones, because yes, there was CGI that, to add more people, but that was real stunts, real just crazy battle, cameras capturing what they could capture. How do you get a stunt coordinator to do all that? Oh, like, it was, I've watched the behind the scenes, and it's terrifying. Like you, you're literally working with 100 people saying, this is what you gotta do. Oh yeah, this is the main actor. This is what you got to do. But even that extra in the corner of the shot. Oh no, like everybody has to be, be in it the whole time because the cameras are moving around and you don't know when you're going to be on camera. Oh my God. And you also have to be safe, the which Battle is like the, the number Bastards. one thing about stunts is always being safe. I think the Battle of the Bastards is synonymous with awesome stunts. Oh, we were just talking and about I, it. And I'm glad you brought it up because I totally forgot about it and that it deserves major props. Yeah. 
Battle of the Bastards. Um, and before you get to your number one, maybe <laughs> think about when you said, you just said. My oh, number one is a little less than that now. I kind of figured mine would be better. Oh, God. No, but really, no, but that you said it was momentous, so it's gonna be mine. Right, right. um, but the the um, we were talking about like how people kind of have to they kind of do things, and you have to just. Or I was saying like the, it's the, you're watching, you're going, oh my god, as the director, you're like scared it's gonna be hurtful or whatever. Um, we were watching um, uh, the another. Oh, I was watching Home Alone, the movies that made us, and they were talking. Which about I've direct, never seen. The director was talking about how it was not funny watching all those stunts, all those pratfalls. He would literally look look away. Christopher Columbus would look away and be like, oh my god, because it was they were literally just like, let me just try to jump really far and then on my back and like. Yeah, it was terrifying. And I mean, as an actor, you're always hilarious. like, I'll try it, I'll do it. Yeah. Okay, so what is your number one? Your well, big, momentous, monumental number one. After that, it's not that, ah, uh, <laughs> you had a good number one. Okay, my number one is from the 1980s. We have Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay. And we have Indiana Jones and his stunt double, perhaps Harrison Ford in some of these parts, but I, I guess not. Um. It's when the truck is driving. Do you remember this? Remind me. I'm so, vaguely coming back to me. The truck's driving. He's trying to take over the truck because the, the Ark of the Covenant is in the back of the truck. Okay. Okay. So he's on the front of the grill while the truck is driving. Okay. And he's like hanging on for his life. And it like bends. And he's like almost on the ground. He's being dragged. And so he latches on to the bottom of the truck and then slides down, like grabbing like the axle and parts of it with his whip. And then he flips out on the, he hooks the back of the truck and flips out with his whip. So he's being dragged by his wow. whip. Wow. Okay. This is the 80s. It's all yes. real. It's all this is all real. So he's being dragged by his whip and then he starts pulling up by his whip, okay. grabs back onto the truck, climbs over the truck, kicks everyone's butt in the truck, <laughs> and then kicks the driver's does. butt and takes over the truck. <laughs> it's phenomenal. Like in terms of stunts. Especially with the time period where like- Oh my God. I don't think people were really doing that kind of crazy stuff. No. Hmm. So here's the thing. Next week is our final show till after the new year. Okay. And- Christmas episode. It's a Christmas episode. And we're gonna have the biggest Christmas nerd I know on, who happens to be one of my best friends. Who? Malia is gonna be on here. And because of Christmas nerd, my Christmas nerd friend is joining us, it made me think about friends. Friends, the show. They, they, then they just let it do a whole bunch of topics. So I'm Friends, gonna, the show. I'm basically going to set us up by asking you a bunch of questions <laughs> about friends, but not just the show. Are you going to nerd shame me about friends? I mean, I'm very- I like that you're all witnessing that he's literally not listening to me. <laughs> literally not listening. I just said it's more than just the show. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. But we are going to start with the show. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay Thank of, you for witnessing so that. So you have the six friends. Okay. If- if you could you could remove one from the group and the show would still work. What? Who no, would you remove? I don't, no, this is Sophie's choice. I'm not gonna do it. Come on, you gotta pick somebody. No. I remove Phoebe. No. Not even hard. This is why she was in negotiations for her contract and they all stood <laughs> by her because of people like you. I know, I'm a dick. She just seemed, she just, she was the meanest of all of them, which I know She wasn't mean, weird. she's eccentric yeah. and like hippie and Come on, you gotta, you gotta lose one. Who do no, you I'm not doing it. You thought I was Everybody's gonna do this? Everybody's waiting for your answer. Fine, Chandler. Ha, 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 ha. So basically he'd lose himself from the show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wanna, it's so, I, why would you tear apart one of the greatest shows? She had one of the greatest storylines of all time. Apart. It still lives on forever. No. You're not gonna pick I'm one? I'm not okay, gonna then take. He picked Chandler. Moving yep. on. 
Okay. Was it okay <laughs> what Ross did while they were on a break? Oh my God. Are we doing this? No. No, it was not okay. Or no, we're not doing this. We're not doing this, <laughs> but it was okay. It was okay. They were on a break. Yeah. But it was like the same night. It's like they had a fight. She broke up with him. Yeah, but they had a fight. And then you know the next day you're going to make up with that person. He, You are not getting off the hook. I'm just going to tell you right now. If we're ever on a break. No. I'm, you better wait at least yeah. six months. We're not going to be on a break. Six months. If I die, you wait six years. I'm just saying. Fair enough. <laughs> they were on a break, though. <laughs> okay. Um. Oh, what was the best best friend duo in any sitcom ever? Ooh, that's a good question. Best friend duo in sitcom. <sighs> okay, there is. Whoa. Let me tell you who I, I picked because you're yeah, probably yeah, going to yeah, agree yeah, with yeah, me. Yeah. Nick and Schmidt. <sighs> and then, of course, Winston because you can't have not have the trio. But but you said duo. I know, but you it's Nick and Schmidt. Him. It is Nick and Schmidt. Those two are freaking hilarious. Nick and Schmidt I and, the new, and the new girl. I almost said Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> Oh, that's a good one too. But I went with Nick and Schmidt. No, that's a great one. Let's talk about Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> they had a great friendship. <laughs> <laughs> Can you and I do Beavis and Butthead now? <laughs> if I had if I had an afro, I'd cut out the middle and I'd put in nachos. <laughs> he actually said that once. <laughs> that was hilarious. Wow. I feel like things in it like Do you have another? Because I still can't think of one right now. All I can think of is friends, because that's what we were talking about. Um, what do you have? No, I just, Nick and Schmidt was the best. No, I mean, that is the best. They're just so perfect. Uh, best friend duo. Hold on. There's got to be going back in history. Let's see. Cheers, Nash. <laughs> uh, we're going back. Will and Grace. Oh, Will and Grace. That's the best they're friend duo. They're pretty good. But you wouldn't pick them over Nick and Schmidt. No. No. Okay. Next question is, um, oh, okay. In the new year, we're going to do a whole episode on this topic. So I don't want you to dissect it too much. Okay. Okay. I just want you to give me your first answer that comes to mind okay, okay? Um, um what was the best buddy duo in any movie it wasn't buddies in any movie it wasn't buddies was a tv show no wasn't it a movie and also you didn't even watch it so why would you call it the best it's buddy tom duo? hanks okay so you have lethal weapon you have you have you have hans and luke you have rush hour you have wayne and garth you have jay and silent bob and you're gonna say bosom buddies you told me to just it was literally the first thing that popped in my head because it's based okay, on... Okay, but now that you've okay. said it, who All is right. the best movie duo? The best movie duo. Well, all the stuff you said. <laughs> Seriously. I do want to have a whole, a big yes, giant episode. No, we, we can't. So we can move yeah, on. Okay, we let's move, move on. on. Um, okay, and then finally, if you could have, if you could be best friends with any famous person besides Mark Hamill. Or Harrison Ford. Or Harrison Ford. Okay. Who would you be? What, you would really want to be best friends with Harrison Ford. Yeah, he he'd just be quiet and, and cranky all the time. Although he does seem happier like, hey, lately, though, doesn't remember he? Remember when you were Harrison Ford? That was cool. <laughs> I think he's chilled out in his older age. I think so, too. But anyway, yes, besides those two, who would you want to be best friends with? Uh, celebrity. Yes, yeah, celebrity. Well, hmm. I mean, we got the Marvel Universe. Let's see. Oh, you know what? Someone politically active, maybe. Who do you have? Oh, I didn't come up with the answer. Really? Yeah. I mean, we already know that Emma Thompson... Um, is like on top of my list for that. Uh, Daisy Ridley. I also think that um, uh, you would have a lot of fun with uh, Patton Oswald. Yeah, totally. You guys would be besties. I think Mark Ruffalo. You'd be besties? Yeah. I feel like you'd be besties with somebody more like a Patton because they're more, 
more silly with a sense of humor. Yeah, like you know a Josh what? Gad. Comedians though, I feel like are just on all the time. How do you? Yeah, be friends? just like everybody you, you normal, work with. No, how do you be normal friends with someone like a major, like a mega comedian? Like he, Patton Oswalt is next level. He's you up he's here. He's always on all the time. I don't know. I don't but know. I, he's got that serious deep side. I know. I know. He's got a lot of like stuff that he deals with, and. But so so. So Mark Ruffalo? Yeah, why not? Your new best friend? Yeah, Mark, let's I'm play. I'm surprised you didn't say that guy. Let's that, play games. That guy that you're in love with. Who? Who's your man crush? Who's my man crush? <gasps> Wait. Not Carrie Elwes, because I have a couple man crushes, no. apparently. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's his name? James Marsden. James Marsden. Let's be best friends. <laughs> and not kiss. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> It's hilarious. Like we were watching the Sonic t trailer, yeah, and it's and terrible. The whole, no, the whole time, Why would you do that, best friend, Mark? <laughs> no, no. Or, this is John the whole time. I'm going to imitate you. This is horrible. This is stupid. Who made this? Why would you go see this? I would never go see this, James Marsden. I'm going to go see this. <laughs> he does bring a special beauty to his movies. Oh, before we go though, we have to talk about. Um, last week we challenged you to watch Dolomite. Is my name? Yes. And now you're going to tell us. How does it compare to your great love of Bowfinger? Dolomite is my name, mm. and talking about movies is my game. <laughs> that was so terrible. Was, Please don't air this. I appreciate it. I love it. No, um, it's really good. Eddie Murphy, it's his best role. So you do agree? Better yes. than Bowfinger. Yeah. That means you know what that means. <sighs> no. I was right again, again. <laughs> it's my life. This is his life. But I'm always right. You can't help it. So, no. Uh, Dolomite is my name. Eddie Murphy's best role. And I'm saying, like, he brings it. He's got this, these layers of, like, comedy and sadness and grief and strife. Good job, dude. So, this past week, how many of you guys saw Netflix's amazing tweet? Which, let me read it exactly. Oh. <gasps> Are we doing this right now? Netflix, if you didn't see it, please look it up because you're going to laugh your ass off. Now, sadly, we've already read them so many times that we're not, but we were like crying tears laughing. Crying. So Netflix tweeted, what's something you can say during sex, but also when you manage a brand Twitter account? And every brand under the sun every got brand. Involved. So there were blue check marks everywhere yeah. and they were chiming in with dirty stuff. And the funny thing is one of the first ones I saw was Firefox and it just brought me in because Firefox said, we'll keep this private. Yeah. But then the guy, the guy Ezra who replied to Firefox said, I can't wait for Internet Explorer to see this in six months. <laughs> like I was in. I think I spent an hour yeah. reading these. Oh, at least 35 minutes for me. One of my other favorite ones was Groupon. How likely would you be to recommend us to a friend? How long? <laughs> oh. He already forgot what we're doing. No. You want to read one of your favorites? Okay. Kraft macaroni and cheese can take anywhere between seven and 10 minutes. And Elias said, it'll be done when the noodle is no longer hard. Pretty much. Um, <laughs> Petco. <laughs> Petco. Just read All it. your animals needs. We hope you enjoy these new toys. The toys they put were really wrong. They were really wrong. And then someone replied, oh my God, Petco, how am I supposed to buy any of those for a dog now? <laughs> um, I love Mark Espinoza tweeted to Netflix. He said, we have heard your complaints and are working diligently to correct the issue. <laughs> I thought he was, that was like a regular person, the funniest one. Major but then Netflix said, thank you for your patience. <laughs> This is so juvenile. I love it. I know. So Ubisoft, major mega, mega like gaming company. 
just said Ubisoft. <laughs> Arby's, they had a very obvious one. Do you want more meat? <laughs> it's too easy. Um, <laughs> Animal Planet, send me a good snake pic, <laughs> which Netflix replied with a picture of a seal. <laughs> <laughs> like hiding. Yeah, like, like, no, here's one up. of my favorites. Hot Pockets. Hot Pocket says, nice Hot Pocket. But Josh Gregory says, LOL, who gave Hot Pocket a Twitter? <laughs> One of my favorites was actually very sentimental because Give Blood, um, a national oh. donation blood organization, said it'll just be a little prick. But then someone, uh, this nail, 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 said, I laughed. Then I signed up to donate. And he yes. actually has an appointment there. So someone signed up for an appointment because Netflix got all sexual. I love it's it. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, our favorite egg brand, we always do Vital Farm eggs. Soft to hard at eight minutes. <laughs> Direct TV, coming soon on demand. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. If only. <laughs> wiener schnitzel, the world's most wanted wiener. <laughs> um, a Motorola US unfolds to the best 6.2 inches you've ever had. Our, <laughs> our company that we uh, have, T-Mobile, uh -huh. up to four devices on us. <laughs> and I love your fairly odd mother laughing, says, I hate all y'all for this one. <laughs> yes. Audience reactions to this were even like better almost. <laughs> uh, deadliest catch. I've got crabs. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mo's Southwest Grill. That, it's, a, it's, a, it's a taco place. Yeah. Oh, I, That's a good looking taco. Yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> You got Bernie for the people. Yeah, that, oh, one, that was, was good hilarious. One. That one was good. Go, uh, Bernie for the people. We're going to make Netflix pay their taxes so hard. <laughs> Everybody was mad because it went off topic. I thought it was hilarious. Uh, BET Entertainment came in a little late, but the best black content all in the palm of your hand. Oh my god, I love it. Um, one of our favorite shows, The Good Place. They actually just put a gif up from the show of something she said. Yeah. Scared is the best way to be horny. <laughs> way to be there. That was one of the only TV shows. Yeah. Out of the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, Buffalo Trace, which is a whiskey company, said, how do you take it? Okay. <laughs> All on right. that. Hey, good show. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for watching. Please share with one friend if you think they'll like it. Mm -hmm. Visit our merch shop and support us. Yes. Um, Subscribe on Apple Podcasts because that really does help us a lot. Subscribe, comment, rate, review. Rate. It's so important. Thank you guys so, so much for watching. And we want you to go down below in the YouTube comments and in the podcast comments and comment. tell us. What's your best stunt? What's your favorite stunt? What was your favorite Netflix tweet? What is the show you want us to do in the in the new year? Give us some questions. Want to hear them all? See you Thanks, later. guys. You've been listening to Two Nerds in a Garage podcast. If you're having fun nerding out with us, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Rate and review as it really helps others find the show, which helps us keep delivering fun content. We're also on all of your other favorite podcast apps, as well as on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. This show is supported by our listeners just like you. Please visit twonerdsinagarage.com to find all the ways you can help keep supporting us, including our merch shop and direct donations through PayPal. Thank you again for being on this hero's journey with us.